So today we're going to keep it simple. We're going to talk about the top five things that you can do to help your kids in youth sports. So yes, I'm talking to the parents, but if you are a middle school or high school age athlete, you might want to listen up too because some of these things you can share with your parents and it might actually help you out as well. So let's get to it. What are the top five things a parent can do to help your children succeed? First and foremost, let them play multiple sports. If you want your child to have a long and successful career in sports, let them play all kinds of sports. When you're a kid, you don't know what you like. Is it basketball? Is it football, tennis, golf, baseball, soccer? The greatest part about being a kid is you get to play it for fun. You get to have that experience on playing on different teams and develop all your motor skills. You know, for me, I was always one of the best players on my soccer team. And guess what? I'm not a tall guy. I played really hard and I had fun during basketball, but I was never going to make it to the NBA or probably never even make it to make it on a college basketball team. So even though soccer was my main sport, I got to try all kinds of other sports. It's so unfortunate these days we see coaches and parents pushing kids at such a young age to specialize. Kids are meant to explore whatever it is. Let them play multiple sports. This is the only way they're going to be able to figure out what they want to do. And the great thing about playing multiple sports, once you do decide to specialize, as you get into high school and older, there's so many benefits. Basketball footwork is very, very similar to that in soccer, in football. Judging the flight of a baseball or a softball helps you in all the other sports. There's so many benefits to playing multiple sports that if you do pursue a career at the collegiate or professional level, you're going to be a much more well-rounded athlete. Number two, help your kids develop a growth mindset. I know growth mindset is kind of a buzzword used by a lot of coaches, teachers, and parents, but this isn't a trend. This is a scientific concept that was brought to light by the studies of Stanford professor Carol Dweck. She wrote a book called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. So here are the basics. There's two types of mindset, a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Having a fixed mindset basically means you believe that intelligence, athleticism, and all kinds of other traits are predetermined or basically given by your genetics. On the contrary, having a growth mindset means you believe you can learn, grow, and prove at anything, no matter your age, no matter your skill level, as long as you have practice and intentional work. The science shows that if you put in that practice and intentional work, in fact, you can grow and improve at anything. Now, I talked about me being a basketball player. If I spent every waking hour practicing and putting in work, am I going to improve? Absolutely. Am I ever going to be Michael Jordan or LeBron James? No way. That's not what the concept's about. The concept is about being the best version of yourselves. We'll spend an entire podcast talking about growth mindset, so we'll leave it there for now. Number three, don't live through your kids. It's sad to me, but I've seen so many times parents try to live through their kids. They either weren't good enough, didn't get the opportunities, or maybe didn't have the financial needs, and now they can provide for their kids. 
As parents, most of us have the best intentions, and we just want to give our kids the best chance they can to succeed. Some of us see these natural abilities in our children, and you just want to help them develop that talent. Unfortunately, too many parents didn't get that chance. They have unrealized dreams, and subconsciously, they want their kids to achieve them. In a lot of cases that I've seen, the parent wants the child to succeed more than the child does. These are the parents that often take credit for their children's success. They argue with coaches and referees. They try to undermine the team and the coaches just so that their child can be the one in the spotlight. A lot of times they have that win at all cost attitude, which is very, very harmful for the kids. The worst thing you can do to a child is to show that your love or your respect for them is based on wins and losses. If you truly want to help your kids, don't try to live through them. Your job as a parent is to listen to your child, guide them, and support them through their sports journey. Remember, it is their journey. Number four, let your kids fail. It's our natural instinct as a parent to protect our child at all costs. It is our job to guide them, protect them, and keep them out of harm's way. But that's the beauty of sports. Sports create situations of adversity. They create challenges. They get us out of our comfort zones. And guess what? All of this leads to growth. The lessons that we can learn from sports help your children in all aspects of their lives. A lot of times, parents don't even realize that they're harming their kids when they're just trying to help them. Helicopter parents are so hyper-focused on their children that they don't give them space and they don't ever get a chance to grow their own identity. The snowplow parent or the lawnmower parent, they do their best to eliminate any obstacles that their kids might encounter. And while all these different types of parents might have the best intentions, you're actually doing your children more harm than good. The only way you build up resiliency, the only way you learn how to deal with adversity is actually going through that. The studies have shown that children with these types of parents actually show less self-esteem, less confidence, and increased anxiety. A lot of times they feel a sense of entitlement and they have underdeveloped coping skills. The main reason, they've never dealt with adversity. They don't know how to deal with it when it strikes. So if you've been the best player on your team your whole life and you go to a new team, let's say you're going from middle school to high school and all of a sudden you're a freshman playing with a bunch of seniors and you went from being the best player on your team for the last three years and now you're not, how are you going to deal with that? Are you going to let them figure it out a little bit on their own? Are you going to give the coach a little bit of room to help them grow? It's difficult, but these lessons can be so valuable. Number five, most importantly, let them have fun. What's the number one reason kids like to play sports? To have fun. They want to be with their friends. They want a challenge. They want the excitement of competition. They want to be a part of a team. But on the other hand, why do they quit sports? Well, the number one reasons, they're not having fun anymore. There's an overemphasis on winning. They've lost interest or they're feeling too much pressure. Usually that pressure is coming from their parents. So let them have fun. For more information, you can find me at diegobocanegra.com or just click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this or learned something, please spread the word to other players, parents, and coaches, and together we can build a better soccer community.